Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP Yoga. It's Nacho Mama's Yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, 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 hello, my friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of DDP Radio Live right here at ddpradio.com. As always, my name is Mike Mullins here, broadcasting live from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. So difficult to say. Uh, as usual, I uh, roll my Rolls Royce all the way up to the VIP parking spot in the VIP section of the hottest, the most fancy part of town. And, of course, I get that roll-out red carpet. All the way to the front door, I get in my elevator. I get handed a flower, a glass of champagne, maybe a little biscuit, maybe maybe a mint. As I ride that elevator all the way up to the top floor of the tallest building in all of Raleigh, North Carolina, and I get out of the elevator. And this is where I ascend. I ascend to the rooftop suite, and I climb that rung by rung by rung, and I look to the mountains of the Great White North, the snow-covered mountain on top of the mountain on top of Mount Ontario. And on that mountain is a Rocky Four-style cabin covered in snow and rock. And there's a beam of light that flies from that cabin, connects with the DDP Radio Mega Plower, and boom! Out to the world, DDP Radio Live. It ain't pretty, but goddamn we're here. How are you, Crystal? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. So, um, so I don't ha- I don't use I don't do computers anymore. I run everything off of my iPad, uh, which is usually working fine. Um, and as I'm setting up the show, <laughs> I realize it's hard to do because I dropped my iPad a couple weeks ago and and broke the screen on it. And so since then, I've been having a little bit of problems. I click something and then it clips something else. So I did not realize that I didn't actually schedule the show. I actually went to go live at showtime. So I was all kinds of confused. So we didn't have any chance to talk during the pre, the pre-production of the shows or anything. That's my fault. But at the nick of time, as we always do, we somehow managed to pull this train wreck together. Just enough time to uh, get on here and have a great show. So how are you tonight? Good. I mean, it's hockey night in Canada, so you know, yeah, it's good. They have, they have, they have hockey in Canada. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's about as relevant as Tim Horton, so yeah. Uh, yes, yes. You, but you know, you guys don't get ice up there at all, so I just didn't know if that was uh, <laughs> it was a thing. Yeah, kind of. Oh uh, well, I'm 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 hope you're enjoying the uh, hockey night. Uh, who's playing tonight? Is it the uh, uh, Toronto, the New York Tampa? Knicks? The Knicks no. versus the Toronto the Toronto Red Sox. That is oh, funny. good lord! <laughs> We're going Did you say to Toronto it. versus Canada? <laughs> no, Tampa. Oh, oh <laughs> uh, well, we're already off the rails. Way quicker than right? usual. So I'm going to try to pull this train back on the track because I know you have an amazing show booked for us tonight. You are the best at what you do. You've got us booked into like 2037 at this point. You are on top of the ball. Great story after great story. And I want you to take a minute to introduce our guest for tonight because I'm really excited. We're going to have a fun chat and uh, hopefully inspire some folks with her story. So without any further ado, Crystal, take it away. Sure. So happy Wednesday, everyone. So welcome to another episode of DDP Radio. Mike and I welcome Candice Glagola to the show. Tired of hurting and just being tired of being tired. Um, She knew something had to give. Living takes on a whole new meaning when you start making even the smallest of changes towards yourself. (laughs) Sorry, I was choking. Um, Being any kind of stuck opens you up to possibility and change. It requires persistency and effort everything Candace has. Um, the lesson Candace brings forth and front and center is that you are worth making changes for. And when you feel better, you do better. So her story, I am sure, is going to resonate with absolutely everyone. Please welcome this week's Warrior of the Week, my friend, Candace Glagola. Hey, y'all. Hi, Candace. Hi. <laughs> How are, How doing are you? <laughs> I'm oh, doing great. I, doing I, great. I, Thank you. Oh, awesome. We appreciate you coming on and chatting with us tonight. We're excited to talk to you. Uh, sorry about the uh, technical staff at the beginning there. Um, no, that's okay. Uh, I, and I really appreciate some, y'all having me. Oh, no problem. No problem. Thank you for coming out. And uh, we're excited to talk to you. And uh, I usually tell us this beforehand, but, you know, we keep the show conversational. We just get to know each other on the air. No pre-planned questions, no pre-planned conversation, except for one, which is the ultimate, where did you get your start question? There is every warrior, every superhero needs an origin story. What was the story that brought you to the point where you initially took that uh, chance and tried DDPY? Where'd you come from? What'd you get? Uh, how'd you get here? Oh, Well, I started my journey last January. Um, You know, I entered the Unstoppable Challenge, and um, I just knew I had to, you know, I had to have a change. I was just always hurt and always tired. I couldn't play with my kids, and I just, I'm like, you know, I got to do something different. This ain't working. You know, I'm 374 pounds. I can't move good. I can't even go up my driveway because I'm out of breath. I just going doing the stairs. It was bad. And um, I think what really got me is one day my little boy come up, you know, he was four then. He's like, hey, mom, can you teach me how to ride my bike? 
And how do you tell a four-year-old that their mom can't teach her to ride a bike? She's too big. Because <laughs> she, she didn't put herself first to take care of herself. So, yeah, my kids are one of the biggest wives. Because, you know, I want to be there for them, like, always and be able to do everything with them. But being 374 pounds, you can't. Your life is, it was limited. Everything was a struggle. Sorry, I usually don't get emotional. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, no. <sighs> but, yeah, so that um, started. Uh, I did the, started the challenge. Um and in March, I started doing DDPY every day. Um, so I'm 435 days consecutive. Um, <laughs> I know. And, um, wow. I'm down like 95 pounds and 80 inches. Great um, job. Wow. So it's and life is so much better now. <laughs> and wow. I can do well, so much more with my kids. And just, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, so I get a horrible lag on my end today, so I apologize if I step on anybody (laughs) during this. Um, Wow, that's 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 incredible, and the way you put it. So you know, they talk about like you know obesity and stuff, and it's a it's a conversation right now. A lot of people are are having, and some of the most beautiful people I know are overweight, morbidly obese, physically beautiful mentally beautiful uh you know person wise and it's not so much that the weight isn't it's nothing about the physical aspects of of how you look and how you feel it's what it takes from you and people don't realize that they focused on the outside appearance but when i was at my heaviest the thing i dealt with was the life that it robbed from me from a physical standpoint and you put it into such great words how can you look at a child your child and say i can't i can't do this because of, of what I'm dealing with. And that's sometimes that's a motivator, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes people struggle with that, but you took that and you made it into the motivation to turn your life around. And that's a huge first step. Congratulations. I'm really happy for you. Huh. Thank you. Yeah, they deserve the best you know, version of me, not, you know, my lowest. They don't, they don't deserve that. <laughs> I don't deserve that. <laughs> uh Wow. No, you uh, certainly, you know, and, and the fact that you're fighting so hard for them, like that's the ultimate, you know, that's the ultimate mother move. You know, you're fighting to keep your kids uh, to be happy and healthy and, and, and have a mom. And that's the ultimate right there. And I, I got to ask, when you first started doing GDPY, how was those first few weeks? Like, did you immediately just click with it or is it something you had to kind of just force yourself to get in the rhythm of like describe the uh, initial uh you know first few weeks or month of, of trying out ddp yoga oh yeah it, was, it wasn't easy um it was definitely a struggle because you go from you know not exercising so for you know like whenever you go on the spurts of here and there to actually really giving it your all it's um it was tiring because even doing the simple moves I couldn't do that good um you know like downward dog was like hard for me and uh standing split I had to hold on to the couch and just barely raise my foot up because I couldn't you know I couldn't get it that high um and then I also had to learn how to you know completely redo my eating like um I had to you know I did the list I watched the videos that Dallas recommended on it and they were like 
eye-opening how you're actually supposed to eat. Like all this stuff, you know, like before I didn't really count all the calories and what was in the food. Um, it was amazing to learn all that stuff. But, um, yeah, then I got into the meal prepping as well as, you know, doing DDPY. And I eventually got into a routine. I think uh, once I got into the routine, it made it easier some days it's still hard, but for the most part, it's been easier. <laughs> so I have heard a million times over, Candace, that the food is more difficult to get down than the workouts. Did you find that as well? Um, honestly, I think the meal present is what has helped me the most as far as oh, food. Really? Uh, yes, because everywhere you got meal prep, like all of my uh, lunches, and then, like, for breakfast, I just keep, like, one or two, you know, certain things I'll eat. And then, like, for the dinners, you know, I always plan those out with the family, like, ahead of time. And um, I still eat with them. But, like, if we do spaghetti, you know, a lot of times I've been doing, like, the bonsai noodles. Or I'll do, like, the zoodles. And uh, I find substitutions that are healthier. Because, you know, I got a two-year-old and a five-year-old. They're kind of picky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but, um, uh, uh, the, it hasn't been that bad of a transition, though. That's good. Yes. Yeah, the, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's incredible. Like, you know, 95, that's almost a human being. It is a human being in some cases. Like, how has your life changed, both from a physical standpoint with the weight coming off, and how has it changed you as a, you know, personality-wise or as a person, like, You've got to be more willing and more confident to try things, do things, go things, you know, attempt things. Yes, like, um, especially mentally, like, I am so much happier, like, in a better place than I was when I was 374 because I was, like, so depressed. You know, I didn't even want to look in the mirror, like, because uh, I didn't like, you know, what I did myself because I had nobody to blame except for myself. Um, but as far as, like, my personality, like, I, I am trying new stuff. Um, like, we went to the zoo, and I did, like, this treetop canopy. And I've always wanted to do it, but I've always, I was always too big because the weight limit's like, 300. And um, they had, like, a zip lining on there. So it was really fun. And, um, you know, we, I've been – I got to do kayaking finally because I lost the weight. I've always wanted to do that. Um, there's so many things I've wanted to do, but my weight just held me back. Um, I signed up for a 10-miler for November and a mud run in October, and then I'm doing, like, a 10K in July. Wow. So I have a question. Um, Did you realize at the time, Candace, how – in hindsight, I mean, I guess this is one of those questions. Did you realize how bad you felt? now that you're feeling a bit better? Um, no, not. Like, I knew, like, um, whenever I was that big, like, I would get up and my back would hurt, like, every day, my knees, my feet. Um, yep. Now, you know, I can get up and I feel great. Like, awesome. none of that bothers me. The difference is really amazing. That's incredible. How... how- how has your family reacted to this? They they almost have a new mom. It's like you know, yeah. I can imagine they're pretty excited. Yeah, they love it. Um, <laughs> about like a month ago, 
Like, we took my son to the park, and I got on the swings with him. He's like, Mom, you're you're swinging with me? And it was, like, the first time I ever done that. <laughs> it was so cute, wow. and it was it was an awesome moment. <laughs> but, yeah, they're all, all happy right, for me. Like, uh, everybody in my family is. They're like, you look so much better. They're like, I know you feel better. I'm like, yeah, I feel great. <laughs> I mean, that's beautiful. It changes everyone's world, too. You know, I – when I got really, really overweight, you know, I was, it was over 400 at one point. Um, I didn't ever realize what a burden that put on my family, not from any other reason, but worrying about me. Like I never realized how much people worried about me. And, and it's, it's, it changes everyone around you because they're happy for you. And there's a relief to it because there's that impending doom when, you know, you get to be that, that weight and it's, it, it affects everyone. It really does. Um, it does impact everybody. And my, in my family, we actually have a lot of, um, like, high blood pressure, diabetes, uh, hypothyroidism. We have a lot of that in my family. And um, I've always, you know, been scared, especially my highest weight was actually 387 right before I had my daughter. Um, so I've always been scared, you know, of, you know, getting one of those. Or I was, uh, three years ago, I was pretty diabetic. Yeah. I mean, that's really something. I mean, to turn that around, my father's diabetic. So to turn that around, because I see what a life of being a diabetic does to a person. So I'm, oh, wow. I can really appreciate what you've done for yourself. I mean, that's huge. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, my mom, she's actually a diabetic. Uh, she's been diabetic for years. Yeah. Yeah, it's a rough life. So it is. Wow. Wow. You know, you've, you've got all these things, you know, you've got family history, all this stuff. Um, I don't know if you found it similar, but, you know, when I was when I was really overweight – um, at my highest, I realized like I had all these fears and stuff, but the amount of effort that I put into avoiding any kind of positive change, I worked full time to not, you know, to avoid having to do things that would better me. And then once I did try things and did the DDPY and healthy eating and stuff, I realized I actually like this life better, not just the physical aspect, but I like what I'm eating better. I like what I'm doing better. And it was something I fought for so long. And I wish I could have gone back and told myself 20 years ago that, Hey, this life that you're fighting for is way worse than the one that would be better for you. Uh, I didn't know if it was something you realized that like once you started eating better and doing something, you actually enjoyed it way more than you thought it would and be less of a burden than you thought it would. Yeah, that's that's exactly how it is. Like you just you feel overall better. Like you know, just doing better for yourself, getting the workout in, uh, eating the foods, um, eating the right foods. Anyways, <laughs> you do feel so much better. Did you ever think that you would be doing something like this, Candace? Uh, no, I was actually thinking no. to myself today. I'm going on a radio and actually telling a story. I have a story. <laughs> I never in a million years would have thought I had a story to share. <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, that's a great way to put it. And that's, you know, it's, it, that's all. Now, were you a, a DDP fan beforehand? Were you a wrestling fan or did you stumble into this through another way? 
Uh, no, actually, uh, my dad, he's always been, like, a huge wrestling fan. So, growing up, we always watched wrestling. Um, you know, we I've been to SmackDown in Atlanta when I was a kid. Uh, and we Dusty Rhodes, uh, he used to actually uh, wrestle at the fairgrounds near here. Uh-huh. And I've met him several times in Goldust. And uh, we used to always go out there whenever they would have the wrestling out there. It was a lot of fun. I've met... Um, uh, Goldberg, I've met him, uh, and whenever I found out, you know, Dallas had this program, I was like, oh, man, you know, I got to do it, and everybody was all excited, um, but so I bought, I actually got the app in 2018, and, you know, I did it here or there throughout the years, but finally really got serious in 2022. <laughs> What made so, you take the uh, challenge, the DDPY right. challenge? Uh, you said what like inspired you to get into that? Yeah, what, what inspired you to you know take that? I was just ready to make a change, and I knew, you know, with a lot of people, you know, like-minded people, that it would probably be easier than me just doing it by myself. Um, you know, kind of like the community. You know, you're there, they understand, they know what you're going through. It makes it easier to do this when you have people that understand what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Well, and I thought it would be point. cool to, you know, do the challenge, not to win, though, but just to do it. I think it's really cool. <laughs> well, yeah. There's a lot of people we talk to on a, on a weekly basis that there's, you know, there's people who do DDPY, but then there's the, when they enter that challenge, that brings things to a whole new level um, and you talk about yeah, maybe not to win. Well, everyone's you know everyone would love to win, but just doing the challenge itself ends up elevating you to a place that you may not have been able to you know get to on your own because that group positivity and the and the motivation and the uh, accountability and stuff. It really everyone who starts that challenge and finishes it comes out better than they were before, win or lose. That's right. Well, you're winning either way because you're winning with your help while you're doing the challenge. So Absolutely. I always say I'm a champion either way. <laughs> I love it. Sorry, Chris. I didn't mean to interrupt you right there. No, I, you know what? It was kind of along the same lines anyway, so it's good. <laughs> uh, so, Candace, I was just wondering, I have a question that, you know, we've asked I don't know how many times, but what would new Candace tell old Candace? What would I tell her? Oh, goodness. I didn't expect that question. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll just, uh, you know, just tell her to, um, I guess, to not give up. Um, you know, things will get better. It may be years down the road before they do, but it will get better in that uh, you'll actually start your journey that you've been wanting to do for so many years um, that you'll finally do it. I've been wanting to lose weight for, (laughs) uh, I don't even know how many years. I've been in the 300 since 2014 and finally just got out of them this year, so... Comfort zones aren't very comfortable sometimes. Uh, didn't feel comfortable, <laughs> but I guess I was. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, no, I mean, that's a great quote, Crystal, you know. Thank you. Like, and, and kind of, I put it back there just a little while ago, and, I, you know, it's like we fight so hard to <clears throat> keep this spot where we're in, where we're just uncomfortable and miserable. And it's funny, I, I personally have just like this uh, this mindset that's just counterintuitive to good things in my life. And it's when you look back to how long you try, you, I fought to stay just stagnant. It's 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 incredible. But when you are able to get out of there, it almost feels like you're you're getting set free from handcuffs or prison or something. The whole new world opens up to you, and a lot of possibilities open up to you. And uh, Candice, you know, with with this newfound success and the weight loss, and you're feeling better and stuff. Is there anything in the future that you see yourself wanting to try that you possibly wouldn't have even thought about before? I know you're doing the 10K and all that stuff, which is incredible. Um, I I swear, I, I running is is probably it's my uh, it's my arch nemesis. I hate running, so I give you a lot of credit for that. But is there anything else like long term in the future that you would like to hit a, a move, a position, or a challenge, or a race, anything like that? That's like a far, you know, far out goal for you. Um. Well, actually, I do want to get into running. Right now, I'm just like uh, barely, pretty much walking and running, just like. <laughs> maybe a minute or so um i'm just getting into running i wanted to get some weight off first um from the future i would love to do like a half marathon or a marathon um i was actually considering a half marathon maybe in march um now as far as like ddpy moves um i would love to be able to like hold a black crow i can't even do a black crow yet i should say (laughs) to be able to do a black crow um, and to hold a roundhouse, you know, for like maybe like 20 seconds instead of just those maybe five I can get. <laughs> and uh, definitely push-ups. Push-ups is uh, extremely hard for me. I don't know. It's just uh, it's really uncomfortable on my shoulders. Um, so just to be able to actually do a real push-up would be, you know, a goal. You're, you'll get there. You know, yeah. I, I, I famously, I, I, both of my shoulders reconstructed and then after they're reconstructed, I, I shit out on, on rehab. I didn't do my tropical physical therapy. I, my shoulders were my weak spot my entire life. And after a oh, few wow. months of doing DDPY, I was able to start doing a push up and then a couple push ups and then like several push ups. And if you keep at it, you know, it, it's going to come to you eventually, but it, it takes a while. Um, one thing I got to say is, is you talked about starting DDPY at a certain point, and I, I tell people on the show all the time, one of my favorite parts about this is with a lot of programs or weight loss and stuff, you don't really see the effects physically in the mirror every day. It's hard to like, you know, you see yourself every day. It's hard to notice. But when you're doing the workouts and you can do something today that you couldn't do yesterday, that's a hell of a motivator because you're actually seeing the progress in real time. You're like, I couldn't do this yesterday. Today I did it. Uh, has there been a lot of moments like that where you like, you're just like, Oh wow. That surprised me that I actually did that. Like three weeks ago, that wasn't even a possibility. Yes. There's been, Oh my gosh. There's been so many moves. I'm like, Oh, you know, I wasn't able to do that. Like when I first started, I couldn't do like, you know, seated bat. Like I couldn't lift my leg. I had to just sit there and, um, like, you know, the standing split, I couldn't do it. I had to hold onto the couch and just barely lift my leg, but now I can put my hands on the ground and actually, you know, lift my leg up. Um, 
you know, doing the side plank. Actually, uh, I did one of those been about three weeks ago, and uh, I wasn't able to do it before. And there's a ton of other moves like uh, up dog. You know, I've never been able to do that till recently. It's really awesome to be able to do these moves that you weren't able to do. And you're right, it does take time to work up to them. But I think that's the fun part, though, you know, seeing yourself from not being able to do this to be able to do that, and you're like, wow. <laughs> no, for sure. And that, that's the fun middle part. It really is. I'm oh, sorry, Crystal, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to ask Candace, do the kids work out with you as well? Uh, my five-year-old, yes. Um, he will work out with <laughs> My two-year-old kind of does a little bit. She'll do like a diamond cutter and lift her arms up in the, you know, up in the sky. And then she'll do like downward dog. <laughs> That's awesome. It's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you're, you're, you're setting a great example for your kids, too. They're young enough where they're going to pick up on your changes, too. And maybe you spare them some of the pitfalls that you've found in life, you know, as an adult. Like, that's a great example for the kids. I really hope so because, you know, it was – whenever I was a kid, I wasn't, like – I was just a little overweight. I wasn't bad. I didn't get bad overweight until I got out of school. Um, so I'm really hoping, you know, they would they actually miss that part. And, you know, they stay healthy because, you know, we like to go walking and stuff with them. And, uh, you know, they see me doing the yoga. So I hope they, you know, continue, like, a healthy lifestyle as they get older. I don't I want them to go through the pain and stuff I did. I think having you in this diff- – because it's a much different headspace than what you were in. And I think, you know, kids pick up on all that stuff. I think um, you're doing an amazing thing, and it's only going to benefit them in the long run. I hope so. You know, I want to be here for them for a really long time, and, I don't want no limitations on life. I want to be able to do, you know, if they want to say, hey, let's go, you know, to Six Flags. Okay, let's go, you know, and I don't have to worry about, like, oh, my gosh, I can't sit in the rides. I just want to be able to do whatever they want. I'm sorry. did I didn't really understand what you said. You, you, what did you say? Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what, what is Six Flags. I don't know what that is. Oh, you don't know what Six Flags is? Crystal's no, from I'm, Canada. That's another point. I'm in Canada, so, <laughs> right? Uh, amusement park. We'll say that. Oh, an amusement park. Okay. No, I'm sorry uh, to six, interrupt. Six Flags, six Flags is the Mike Mullins Museum where there's all kinds of fine art based around myself, and people go and pay a lot of money to go walk around and see it. Good Lord. <laughs> see, Chris, Chris, Crystal doesn't know a lot of the stuff, like the U.S. stuff, because of like she's in Canada. So I just like fill in the blanks and tell her they're something that has to do with like, putting me over and making me look like a big shot. And <laughs> 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 him having a Rolls Royce. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some you know uh, the 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 life I lead in my brain is much. <laughs> Different than the life I live in reality. <laughs> the real, the Rolls, the Rolls Royce isn't real. It's it's actually just a Porsche. So, <laughs> stop um, talking. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, I, I get that a lot. <laughs> uh, so, uh, sorry, 
we digress a lot here. We go on a lot of tangents. Um, <laughs> um, I don't so, mind. No, that, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's amazing. And, you know, I mean, I, I used to, my dad used to try to do that all the time. He'd tell me, like, listen, I've been through this. I've dealt with it. I've been here. Try not to get there. It's a bad news. And, you know, I always be better because I was the smartest guy in any room all the time when I was 15 years old. I called my dad a couple years before he passed. I said, Dad, if I listened to all your advice and all your, like, wisdom about what I should do and shouldn't do, I said, I'd be a billionaire right now. But when you're young, you don't listen to uh, – but one thing you can do is be an example for them, too, because that rubs off more than telling them. You know, if they see you living that life instead of, like, just telling them what to do all the time, their mom's an example. She's somebody who turned things around. Like, that's a huge impact on, on kids, and, I'm, and I bet that's going to really stick with them for the long run. I hope so. I hope so. I'm, I'm definitely... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to say there is a huge difference between being a human being and a human doing. Yeah, and that's that yep. says it all. And you know, you know, you've you've dealt with that. You know, in in when you talk about not being able to go on the Six Flags ride and all that, that I recognize that, and it is it's a life of sitting on the sidelines, and yes. you know, yes. it, it's it's it's. It's a whole new experience once you actually get to tag in, and uh, I know that when I, you know, when I was really heavy, I talked about the the middle part is the most fun because, you know, the the, the I'm all done never happens, but the times in the middle where you realize, oh my god, I just went up that staircase without getting winded. I always get winded, or I always struggle with this, and that didn't happen. Those small victories that happen every day, like those are the fun parts. Those are the things that keep you going. Uh, I'm sure you must have had a ton of moments where you just like surprised yourself with your with your progress. Ninety five pounds, you had to have had a lot of situations where you're like, "Wow, I couldn't do this." I really have. Um, like, uh, I was gonna say with the kayaks. You know, we had kayaks before, uh, but I was always too big to get on them. You know, I got to take it out to um, a big old like lake near here, and it was. It was just awesome. I was like, oh, I can actually do that. Or um, going up the driveway. We we live, like, way down in a hole. <laughs> My driveway is huge, um, and I can go up it without, you know, sounding like I'm dying. <laughs> um, there's just so, much, so many other things. It's That's huge. Crazy. You're, I mean, you're going to be doing a, a run soon. That's, I mean, that's massive. That's like huge. I mean, I don't envy you, like, but, but, uh, but <laughs> that's amazing because I, I, I respect anyone who can run. But I told my wife, I'm like, if a bear starts chasing me, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna lay down and slather myself with honey because I'm gonna die anyways, and I'm not gonna die running. For, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, that's that's. But I mean that that takes a lot of discipline. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's I mean that's an amazing you know even to attempt it and stuff like that probably wasn't even in your like brain like a couple years ago. The idea that that would happen. No, I have always wanted to be a runner, but you know I've always just dreamed about it. I didn't actually put in the action to you know do it. Like yoga and running, the two things I've always wanted to do, but. 
I just never put in the the energy to try to do it. That's incredible because I know, I know how hard it is to go from something that you feel that you're never going to be able to do and then do it. I mean, it, it's so freeing and it opens up a whole realm of possibility that is just wow. And it brings you to the next level of what you could be. And that's huge. Yes, it, uh, it really does. Um, like I said, the difference is just, it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Talk to us about the streak that you've been on too. Like you've been, you've been at this DDPY streak and you know, the momentum that it builds and the, in the uh, routine that it builds and the confidence. Um, talk about uh, how you decided to, uh, uh, you know, get a streak going. Was it something you just noticed one day and kept up with, or was it something you set out to uh, try to uh, get under your belt? Um, well, when I started, you know, I was just doing beginner and then it was in March, um, someone had posted, like, a Red Hot Core challenge and, you know, the Unstoppable Challenge group. So I was like, okay, so you do, like, Red Hot Core, you know, every day. And I was like, okay, this ain't too bad. Um, so I just kept going, like, doing it every day. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to keep going. I really like it. Because, <laughs> you know, after the first week, I felt really good. I was like, okay, this ain't bad doing it every day. And then... You know, here I am 435 days later, and I'm still loving it. Like, um, if I don't do it, you know, I I got to because it's like I'm missing something, you know, because you get so used to doing something, and then when you don't do it, there's it don't feel right. Um, But it helps me to feel better every day when I do it. Like, it helps, like, my back and stuff. I guess, you know, stretching and stuff because sometimes I just do stretch at night, you know, because I'm tired, you know, from chasing the kids and stuff. They keep me on my toes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it helps me to feel better when I do it every day. When, when you're mean, doing it every day, too, it almost feels like a cup of coffee. It's just, it's just that little burst of uh, adrenaline and energy. Yes, exactly. It's, it's like that. <laughs> I mean, it's a huge difference to – you know, pick something as an option and pick something and make it a priority. I mean, those two different distinctions are very telling in someone's story. Mike and I have seen it so many times that, you know, everyone will say, when I started this, I had no idea what I was doing, but look at me now. And I mean, it's so amazing. It's so incredible. It. It is. It's um, it's a different experience. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> How do you utilize the community aspects? Are there people you go to and communicate with and talk to to keep accountable, or what's uh, what's your experience been with the DDPY community? Oh my goodness, there is so many people I talk to um, <laughs> in the community. The community itself is truly amazing. Like everybody's amazing. Um, I do have, you know, uh, we got a group. It's like Diamonds in the Rough. Uh, you've probably heard uh, some of the other ones, you know, like Mel and Brittany and them, you know, talking about it. Um, yep. You know, we talk a lot. I talk to Brittany uh, Daughtery, like, daily and Brittany and then uh, 
the other Brittany and Julie and Denise um, and Jesse and Mel. And then I got, like, um, some other ones that I talked to, like Kevin and Stephanie Kelly and Wendy, uh, Myron and Candy, and there's so many people. Um, you know, Pat and Nadia. Um, and one of the biggest ones has been Dallas for me. Because, um, you know, I go to the PC and work out, you know, whenever they have classes each month. And uh, he just always gave me awesome advice and just encouragement every time I've been. That's amazing. It's been really great. Oh, so you have you have been down to the PC. You work out there uh, regularly for the workouts. That's awesome. You know, um, you can attest uh, that working out uh, there is is next level. That brings something out of you that I mean, that when working out with Dallas and everybody brings something out of you that I didn't even realize that I had. You dig down deep in those workouts. Yeah, you really do. Like, oh man, you know, I'm here. You got the adrenaline going. It's just the energy in the room at the PC. So you, you hit it harder, like, than you would yep. at home. Yep. So I had a, yeah, I'm about, like, 54 minutes from Smyrna. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. That's that's perfect. That's a, that's a, you know, that's really cool being so close. You can get in the mix of things, too. Um, no, so where, if, ideally, do you see, you know, your DPY stuff going anywhere? Would you, would, uh, one day, do you think you'd like to do some uh, teaching or coaching or anything like that? Or is this something you're just enjoying what you're doing now? Where do, where do you want to see this? Like, DDP always says there's always some place to go. Where do you go with this? Honestly, I would love to teach it. Um, I would like to help people, you know, that, were, that are like me, that, you know, they just feel like, you know, they can't change or they can't do it. And I just want to tell them, you know, and teach them that they can do it. You know, they can change. And, you know, they can accomplish their goals. And I would love to be become a teacher. I've had um, a lot of people that I know, they're like, hey, can you tell me more about this DDPY? And I'm like, yeah, I can tell you all about it. Um, I even told my neighbor down the street the other day, they're like, man, you're looking good. What are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing DDPY. And they're like, what's that? And they looked it up. They're like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sign up. And um, mm-hmm. I actually recently uh, went to my doctor because I did blood work um, to make sure everything was okay. And uh, she was like, oh, you've lost so much weight. And I told her, you know, about DDPY. She's like, you should teach it. I'm like, I want to. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's, the, one of my favorite things about the, the community here is the teachers are full of people that all went through the program. And, you know, they're, they're, you go to a lot of these gyms and I'm like, you know, walk in and there's like these professional fitness models. And as a, you know, a big guy, I didn't relate to those people at all. And I'm like, okay, well, you're done. Like, you're finished. You're, you know, you should be on a, mounted on a wall somewhere because I'm not near your level. So it's hard for somebody like me to walk into a place like that and see somebody like that and think that they've ever struggled with weight a day in their life. But what I love about DDPY is there's so many people in the community that have come from so many different walks of life, overcome so many adversities. Some are obese, some are disabled, some have dealt with injury. You can always find somebody in the community that you can relate to and, and see a part of yourself in. And that's the beauty of our teachers here is they've all come from probably the darkest spots they've been in to overcome that, be successful, and then teach. 
And I, I hear your story and, you know, I heard your struggle at the beginning of the episode. And I think your story is going to be a great tool to inspire a lot of people and think, you know, I see myself in, in Candace and, and I feel like that she's going to lead me to change my life too. And I think that's pretty special. Oh, thank you. No, I really hope so. Cause you know, I never thought I could do this. And then, you know, here I am doing it. Like, um, it's really changed my life. That's amazing. So what do you, what's your motivation going forward? Is this something you think is, you know, it's just, you know, it's on autopilot now. I'm just going to be doing this. Or are you, 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 do you dig down and search for motivation in your kids? Do you look at like the past and what is it that keeps you going every day? It gets down on the mat when it gets hard. Uh, I definitely think of why, you know, I started, when I started this in the first place, I always think of my why, um, you know, I want to live life. Like you said, I don't want to be on the sidelines. I want to live. I don't want no restrictions. Like, be like, oh, you weigh too much. I don't want that. I want to be able to do anything and everything I want. Um, like I said, I do want to be there for my kids um, for a long time. And I just want to, I guess, be the best version I can be. That's amazing, Candace. When I was flying back from Georgia um, at the summit, I um, came up with this quote a long time ago, and it just basically said, "DDPY is not about the size of your ass; it's about getting your head out of it." <laughs> and how true is that, though? Because That's you convince really- your Right, you can convince yourself, oh, I can't do it, or you know, I'm I'm too big or too small or, you know, whatever. I mean, it's amazing the story we tell ourselves, and until something like this comes in and we start making progress, whoo, boy, it's a game changer. And I'm so proud of you. Wish I could tell you in more words than that, but. I guess it all means the same. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> well, luckily, my specialty is more words. Just ask my wife. So maybe I can fill in. <laughs> <laughs> she says I don't stop talking. <laughs> um, no, that's a that's a great quote, and, and Crystal, and, and I love it because – in order to really change, you've got to get out of your own way. And so, so much of the damage we do to ourselves is holding ourselves back through like negativity and, and just, yep. you know, that stuff. And when you start being successful at DPY or, or losing weight or running or whatever it is, the little victories starts building a little more confidence. And the confidence I think is what really just triggers the mental shift because, you know, feeling better and feeling more confident, changes your perspective and change your your attitude. Do you think that, uh, you know, from a mental standpoint, from the, you know, psychological mindset type of deal, do you think that you've had as big a shift uh, mentally as you have with the weight loss, your outlook, your positivity, or, you know, psychological part of your journey? Uh, I would say yes. Um, you know, before I was just, you know, depressed, and um, I didn't feel great. Like, I wasn't great, like, uh, I guess, mentally. 
like I always had a smile on, but you know, deep down that's, you know, it's not how I really felt. Um, whereas now, you know, I actually feel happy when I'm smiling. I actually mean it. Um, I just feel like I can actually accomplish my goals. Like nothing could actually hold me back, but I can do this. Um, yeah, losing the weight's made a huge impact on me, like mentally. And I didn't realize how big of a, you know, a mental struggle it really is. Um, you know, until you lose weight and you're like, wow, that's, it makes a huge difference. <laughs> you know, it really does. And, and you know, you, you talked about the the goals and, and, and little victories and, and you didn't, you know, I think that setting small goals is so important. I always tell this story, and I'm going to put Russ on the on the, um, the the burner again. He's a friend of ours from the DDPY. The early days of DDPY, he would get into this rut where he'd like struggle for a little while, and out of frustration, he'd say, "All right, I'm going to lose 70 pounds in a month." You know, and, and he hadn't been doing so, and he'd do it out of like a desperate hail mary attempt. And when he wouldn't hit hit it, he'd just get beat down every time. And I'm like, Russ the small goals are the, where it's at, because if you set small goals and achievable goals, those are confidence. Right. Those are building confidence. And you're able to just, when you're throwing those hail Mary, uh, you know, passes constantly and you're missing them, it, it, it beats you down a little bit. So make these like little small goals that might even be meaningless to some people because those add up and it builds that confidence that you need to really just change your attitude and pull push forward. And, I think that's the the fuel that really pushes a lot of people in this community is hitting those small goals and, and it inspires them to go bigger and better and harder and stronger. Uh, it really does. Um, you know, the small, small goals you look forward to, um, they are what make this journey really exciting. You know, like, uh, you know, like I couldn't do the seat of bat and then I can do it. You know, that's like a small goal. And I'm like, yeah, that's so awesome. And you get so excited. Whereas if you're always looking at the big goals, it's going to take you longer to get there. And then, you know, you may stray off the path. Um, <clears throat> but doing the big ones will keep you on the course, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, your your story your story is awesome, and uh, we're we're running out of time here. But I want to real quick, uh, you know, wrap things up with. Um, I'm so happy for you. First of all, I think you're you're an incredible person. You got a great uh, work ethic, re- resolve, and you've really put in the work to earn this. This wasn't an easy, just you know, uh, easy deal. It takes a lot of grit, and determination, and hard work. And the way that you put that hard work in for the sake of your kids and your family, even if they don't see it now, one of those days they're going to look back and realize all the effort that you put into being there for them. And, um, you know, there's a lot of mothers out there who treat, you know, their own well-being as selfish. Like they're like, I got a family, I got stuff to do. I don't have time to do this, but there's nothing more detrimental to your kids than not taking care of yourself and taking that time to be healthy because you can't be there for you or them in that way. And you've obviously made a lot of sacrifices and took a lot of time to be there for your kids and show up and be the mom that you thought, you know, was the best for you to be. And that's commendable. And I'm really proud of you and I'm happy for you and excited to see where your, your journey goes in the future. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, you're you're right. Um, you do have to make yourself a priority if you're going to try to take a you know take care of your kids or your family. You have to be your first priority. Yep. 
I agree. Well, I'd love to have you back down here and, and give us an update sometime soon. I'd love for you to, to come back around and let us know how things are going. And I'd love to see how you do uh, the challenges coming up. And I'm really excited for where your journey goes. And I think you're going to inspire a lot of people with the show and hopefully one day uh, teaching this uh, DDPY. And uh, you're, you're a great uh, force for good in the DDPY community. And we appreciate you being here. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And yeah, I would definitely love to talk to y'all again. Uh, y'all are awesome. <laughs> oh, oh thank you so much. Uh, Crystal, you got want to have yeah. a final word here? Do you have anything before we get going to the quote of the week? I mean, it just goes to prove, Candace, when I was researching your story, just how much um, we are capable of change if we're open to change. And, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. You've put the work in, and this is why you're on the show. You've been recognized because you put the work in. And, I mean, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, well, we appreciate it. And uh, make sure you say hi to your, your kids for us and uh, hit the mat. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great uh, time. And we always wrap things up here with uh, yes. Crystal Stewart. Gives yep. us a quote of the week. And she has a staff okay. of 347 writers down in her basement working full time to come up with a quote for the show every week. So, Crystal, what do we yes. got? This Candace is costing a fortune on the budget. Right. Rack this up with the Rolls Royce story. Um, so this week's quote is from I Heart Hiking, and it is, the best views come from the hardest of climbs. Oh, I like that. Wow. I love That's that. That's awesome. Um, you know, it made me, it reminded me of something, and I don't mean to piggyback on your quote, but... I was watching, uh, you know, the singer Meatloaf and Jim Steinman, or singer-songwriters. Yep. Uh, Steinman was a songwriter. He was known for these big, epic, big, huge, like, rock uh, epics. And he had one of my favorite quotes. He said, uh, they said, how his music was always over the top. And he said, if you don't go over the top, how do you know what's on the other side? And I always love that one. That's right. I just to throw that out That's there. right. So, <laughs> anywho, well, Crystal, ro- bring around the rolls. We're getting out of here. <laughs> we'll see you guys <laughs> soon. <laughs> it's a brand new episode of DDP Radio next week. Thank you, uh, Candice, for being here. Crystal, thank you as always. You're the best. And uh, we will see you guys next week. And I'd love to uh, have you come back and talk to us soon, Candice. Thanks for being here. All right. Oh, we are. Oh, thank you. We are out. And look at this. I didn't even have to stall to find the outro. Here we go. Boom. Boom. See you guys. Great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh! You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.